This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. On today's show, what to do when your inner rebel rebels to success. to Inside Out Weight Loss, where you leave your weight struggle behind and become naturally slender. I'm your host, Renee Stevens, and together we're accessing and adjusting the control panel of your mind, body, spirit system, bringing ease and joy to your weight loss journey and fullness to the rest of your life. This journey isn't about food plans and calorie counts. It is about learning to love and care for you from the inside out so that it becomes natural and easy for you to be slim and healthy. Join me. As a former compulsive overeater, I've been where you've been, and I'm here to help you create exactly what you want. By the way, you will get many, 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 did I say that before? Many, (laughs) more times out of this program than you put in but you must put in to get out. Now go ahead and take a few moments to drop down inside (sighs) and be present with you. You can even, as you allow those thoughts and the cares and all of the busyness and, I don't know, even if there might have been a tad bit of stress in your day, just let all of that Float away, evaporate, dissolve, and skedaddle. Let it just float away. As you allow your awareness to sink down, down into your physical body. I don't know about you, but sometimes I feel like my mind is floating all over the place. It's way out in the future or way in the past or thinking about this situation or that situation and other people and All sorts of things float through my busy brain, and it's so nice to bring it back down, down deep inside of the body. That's right. Some cultures actually have their center of awareness. They believe that their mind is centered in their belly. Can you imagine? I'm guessing that most of us listening to this podcast think of it as centered in our heads. Well, just imagine for a moment that it does sink down, your awareness, your consciousness, Your sensory experience and sensory input sinks down, 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 right down into your belly. And beyond that, from the base of your body, from your perineum, you can imagine a grounding cord sinking down into the earth beneath you. Deep down, 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 wherever you may be, it sinks down into the earth sinking down and connecting with all of the layers of the earth and rooting in, rooting in. So you imagine 
any tension or tightness, even some of those straight thoughts, if you want, go right down into the earth. Send other people's energy that might be along for the ride with your consciousness. Send that down there, too. Just let it drip on down, flow, gush, whatever it is. Down it goes, down through your body into the earth. It feels so good to just let it all go. Now, you might imagine coming up a separate channel from deep inside the earth, a separate channel carrying nourishing and fulfilling and revitalizing earth energy. After all, we are made of the same stuff as Mother Earth, and so those molecules can come up through the very soles of your feet, bringing that energy up through the soles of your feet, through your calves, your thighs, your hips, into your belly, all the way up, up, going to wherever that energy, that nourishing earth energy, material, substantive energy from the earth is most needed. It goes any and everywhere that it's needed, especially to your heart. Because when you imagine wonderful energy coming in through the top of your head, you call this universal energy any kind of energy that you think would be beneficial, enlightening, inspiring, coming down through the top of your head. And of course, that lightens up every cell in your body, goes everywhere that it's needed with just the slight nudge of your invitation, your intention to allow it to do that, and finds its way to your heart where it meets that earth energy. Now, together, there's an alchemical process when earth, material energy, and celestial, divine, universal energy meet in your heart, opening your heart, carrying your intentions into reality. Yes, ma'am, we like it when those intentions become real, especially the good ones, the ones that we are consciously intending, like that slim, fit, healthy body that you are just itching, longing to live in now. As your consciousness goes, so goes your body. By the way, that's why we're here, you know. We change our minds, we change our awareness, we change our consciousness to naturally slender, which can happen in an instant. You know that by now. Come on. Have you, if you've learned anything from this, that's what it is. We become naturally slender inside, in our minds, intentionally, in our spirits, and so follows the body. Mind first body follows. And it's delightful having it happen that way because it's so darn enjoyable and easy and pleasant. All right, getting the psyche there, that takes a bit of work. That's what we were talking about earlier. And on that note, I would like to give a shout out to somebody, a listener, an inside out weight losser named Lisa, who I think it's been a couple of years now maybe a year and a half, maybe two years, I can't remember exactly, that she has been free of her binge eating pattern, which was part of her life for decades, literally decades, a huge part of her life. And now she feels largely or perhaps completely free of that pattern. And she is a member of the Inside Out Weightloss.com community because she continues to tweak her own progress. And she also works, is applying these principles to some other areas of her life. And on the forum, she is 
incredibly supportive. She's someone I think of as an elder in the site who's been through the program and had a lot of success and is eager to just jump right in to support someone else who is newer to the program, who's still uh, learning the various things to do. Lisa's always there to be supportive and also very open about her own situation. So I wanted to thank her publicly for being such a wonderful, supportive elder on the site who I am very grateful to know. I wanted to talk to you today about something that we had an interesting conversation with on the forum at InsideOutWeightLoss.com about this phenomena when success leads to failure. I've never talked about this before, but I was thinking about it the other day that we think, okay, well, success begets more success. We can set up a virtuous cycle, which we've talked about before, an awesome thing. You know, people often talk about the vicious cycle when, oh, I feel bad, so I eat, so then I feel even worse, and then I want to feel better, so I eat again, and down we spiral. But, of course, we can create a virtuous cycle where we do something nice, something renewing for ourselves, get out in nature, for example. That makes us feel a little bit better, makes us want to do something nice for our bodies, which in turn makes us feel even better. Maybe we get some exercise in, oh, I'm feeling even better now, and so on and so forth. Virtuous cycles are awesome, and they can carry you a long way, creating a beautiful momentum. And today we're talking about something that's a little bit different, which is what happens when we experience success. And I know this pattern so well because it's happened to me so often, not so much lately in the arena of weight issues because that's not an active arena for me, being now naturally slender, but in other areas. When I feel really successful at something, I'm like, oh man, I nailed that. Or say I get fantastic feedback. Oh, that was the best, Renee, you did such a great job. I remember once when I was working and my boss, there was a big meeting with the CEO and I was really nervous. And my boss said, okay, well, Renee's going to present first, having full confidence in Renee because Renee's always so good. He's seen me present before, the same material, I think. And I'm always so good. I always nail it. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, I always nail this. Okay. So you know how the story ends and it's not pretty. So big meeting with the CEO. I do my presentation and I w- because I felt so much pressure to do well and meet the expectations, I was no longer relaxed. I was uptight and I did a poor job. To me, it seemed like it was <laughs> completely uninspiring and, and such was the feedback that I got back. And that's, the, that's what can happen when we get all tied up in our own success. So here's how that can apply to the arena of our weight and our bodies. Let's say you've been doing great. You feel your clothes are a bit looser. Maybe you're down a couple pounds, a few pounds, and you think, oh, yeah, I've made it. Now I'm successful. This used to happen to me when I would step on the scale and it would give me a number I liked. I think, oh, okay, now I can relax. And I would relax right into the cookies. Great. Let's how to reverse that success. And down I went again. Really common pattern. It's funny because you'd think that we'd be happy and that would inspire us on. And if you have any sense at all in your 
quote unquote success, that the success is a result of exertion. It is a result of restriction and deprivation. Then naturally, when you're feeling good, you're going to want to relax. And if relaxing means eating things that cause you to gain weight, if those are your quote unquote treats, then off you go. You see how this doesn't work well here? By the way, it's time for our break. You're listening to Inside Out Weight Loss. This is your host, Renee Stevens, and we will be right back. Want to hear more episodes? Have a friend you'd like to share them with? The entire archive is now available at insideoutweightloss.com forward slash podcasts. Plus, we have a free gift for you there, the Inside Out Weight Loss Workbook that walks you through the crucial first steps outlined in episodes 1 through 18. Plus, you'll get to hear my story in the prologue. That's insideoutweightloss.com forward slash podcasts. Before the break, we were talking about how success can lead us to failure, especially if you feel that there is any sense of restriction or deprivation in your success. If you've had to buckle down, if you've had to work hard to get there, naturally getting there, you're going to think, ah, I can relax. This is why it's so darn important to have that sense of, ah, I'm relaxing as we go along. In other words, we want to be tuned into our bodies so that our choices of what to eat and when to eat and when to exercise, etc., come from a place of, oh, well, this will make me feel really good if I do it, so I'm going to do it. Can you see how that's different from, I should choose the salad, so I will? I should choose the salad feels like hard work. If I said that to myself, I've been on a salad roll lately. That's not a food. On a salad uh, kick lately (laughs) and eating salads for lunch for a while. And if I said to myself before I decided on my lunch, if I said I really should eat the salad, you know what? I wouldn't want to eat it so much. I'd want to go have something else. But instead, I think, oh, I really love a salad for lunch. It makes me feel so good. And so I keep on eating the same old boring, you'd think I'd get bored of it, right? Day after day, I eat the salad. And I love it. It's so great. So, so much depends upon the way that you frame your behavior in your mind. The more that you think this is the good thing that I should do, the more that you're bringing along pressure with that choice. You're bringing along a sense of effort with that choice. If you let go of the should, if you let go of the judgment, the good choice, the bad choice, 
and simply make the choice that feels best, you also release the pressure and the stress. Does that make sense? Same choice, different reaction to the choice. So much of what we've been talking about, of what we do talk about here, is all about this, about bringing that sense of ease, of choice, of freedom to your decisions. It can be such a shock. I've had so many clients tell me this. It's such a shock to discover that you actually do like to eat the healthy choice. You do prefer to eat to that place of feeling just right, of feeling satisfied. It's actually more pleasant than feeling overstuffed. Who knew? We never stopped to think. We were so busy worrying about being good or bad or whatever the heck it was. So complicated. Let's simplify. When we experience then our clothes feeling looser, how are we to respond? It's certainly exciting. Or, heaven forbid, you get on the scale. The scale is just really fraught with emotions. I mean, what's it going to do for me? Get on the scale. It's good news oh my God, I better keep it up. Immediately I'm feeling the pressure like I was in that business meeting. Or get on the scale, it's bad news. Oh, you're you weakling, you have no willpower, you terrible person. Now I'm feeling beaten down and awful. It's the can't win for losing model. It really sucks, excuse me for saying that, but it does, it's no fun. So I just say, you know what? Just toss out the scale and check in with your clothes, much easier. If you can handle it, toss it out, put it in the other room. I've had people give their scales on loan to their friends, <laughs> hide it in the attic, at least make it inconvenient. For some people, checking in from time to time on the scale is a good thing, uh, but more cases than not, it's a good idea to just take a break from that judgment device. So when you're feeling successful, If that seems like it creates pressure for you, oh, now I've set a new standard. Now I got to keep up with it. Oh my gosh, what does that mean? Oh, I'm on a roll. Oh, I hope I can make it to my goal. Or do you that successful, but it's not good enough. All of that baggage is so heavy, it weighs you down, literally. One way to deal with this, I might add, that I found very handy is to refuse to let my ego, my graspy little ego, identify with the success. Remembering, I'm not the number on the scale. I am not my body. It's great to have the experience of success. It is an experience. Wonderful. I like it. Very nice. But it isn't who I am. It doesn't mean where I'm going. It doesn't say anything really about anything apart from the fact that it feels good now. And disconnect my ego from the feeling of success. This is very helpful because then when I slip up and my graspy little ego wants to connect with failure, oh, you're such a loser, I wish. Oh, you're such a failure. Oh, you screwed up again, and on and on and on. Then it's easier for me to be detached from that as well, to say, okay, ah, interesting. My pants are a little bit tighter in the thighs. That's where it always goes for me first, in the thighs. Uh, Isn't that interesting? Well, I wonder, let me take a look at what I've been doing and feeling. Have I been tuned into my body? 
Have I been taking care of myself? What's going on for me? And it allows me more space to entertain those thoughts and to mine, to harvest the learning from that experience, which is where all of the juicy growth and goodness comes from, those slip-ups. Another core concept here is that there is no such thing as failure. You know this. Only feedback from our bodies. So it's not success. It's not failure. It's just, it just is. It's experiences that we like, experiences that we don't like, experiences that we want more of, experiences that we want less of. So notice for yourself, do you have a little inner rebel who doesn't want you to to be successful because that means that you would be buying into the establishment's idea of feminine beauty, which is so narrow and oppresses women, et cetera, et cetera. Those inner rebels can get going. You know what I mean? They can get a little bit on their high horse. Just let it go. Let the ego go. It doesn't mean all that. How about just letting it be what it is? Feels good. Doesn't feel good. So simple. So many things are. Now, if you're thinking, well, that's easier said than done, I suggest a wee bit of tapping, emotional freedom technique, tapping on this very issue. And the phrasing would be something like this. Mind you, I have, I'm going to actually tap on myself as I'm explaining this to you because then I get into the mode of even though I feel so much pressure because I've been successful and I have to do as well or better next time, I'm letting all of that go now and inviting in something much better. Even though I feel so much pressure from being successful, now I have to meet or exceed that and it's just too much for me. I'm letting all of that go now and choosing to relax and enjoy where I am today. For example, you could say, even though my inner rebel doesn't want to conform to my parents, societies, whoever's expectations, I'm letting all of that go. It's way too complicated and inviting in simplicity and ease instead as I enjoy where I am today. Something like that what I recommend. And that, my dear friends, brings us to the end of our show today. Thank you for being present. Inside Out Weight Loss is produced by Andrew Frame of BAFSoundworks.com. This is your host, Renee Stevens, and I am on a mission to eradicate the weight struggle and help you develop and share your abundant soul's gifts. Join me as we evolve the world by evolving ourselves. Take good care. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.